and welcome to the Fly It Forward podcast. I'm your host, Karen S. Schaefer, and today I'm looking forward to flying it forward with you. I'm a leader of many and sometimes just one. I'm a strong woman, a grateful sister, and a genuine friend. I believe in God as my higher power, and I honor the beliefs of others as well. I'm a multitasker and a side hustler who can dream big because I know I can make it happen. I have the determination to create change and the strength to encourage others to do the same. My superpower is endurance, and I will not quit. I'm a pioneer. I'm a trailblazer. I'm a warrior. I make a difference. I am one, but together we are many. At our core, we transform lives. One or millions, we all matter. We embrace our inner greatness and are intent on using it for good and flying it forward for ourselves, for our girls, for the next generation, and for the world. We will encourage, we will guide, and we will keep growing. We believe in the universal heroism of women, the power, the creativity, and the vision. We are here to change the world. It's our time. It's our mission. Together, we fly. Is good good enough anymore? Hey, everybody. It's Karen Schaefer with Fly It Forward. Thanks for joining me today. When I first started in business, there was a philosophy that good was good enough. I totally understand this philosophy because sometimes it's just really about getting stuff out, right? It's not about referring to, uh, you know, doing crabby work or not providing good information. But again, just in terms of creating something good and just making sure it gets out there, because otherwise I think that sometimes it's, you know, it lacks perfection. And so we just decide we can't get it out. We can't get it out. It's not perfect. It's not perfect. And that we keep repeating that cycle. So that's sort of the philosophy behind is good, good enough, right? But today, with so much access, so much information, so much spell check, <laughs> all those things, I started to wonder, is good really good enough anymore? So many people are out there doing so many things. There's so much noise. So I wonder, how do you stand out in the crowd? Can you still stand out if you're sort of up the mindset of good is good enough? So, you know, kind of in a world where I'm supposed to be going live on Facebook all the time, right? Is my hair okay? Is my makeup okay? All those things. I'm supposed to be creating a reel on Instagram and then maybe doing a dance challenge on TikTok. That sort of gives me pause on whether or not we're really putting out things that are still good, right? Or if we are, is that enough? So is it enough for me to be good on Facebook Live? Is it enough for me to be good on TikTok? I think the older that I get, and I'm in my 50s now, the more I really strive to be excellent versus good. Now, let me talk about that for a minute. It doesn't mean I have to be perfect. I just want to be excellent. I want to put my, my most excellent self that I can forward every day. Just putting my very best self out there in front of the world versus simply a good or okay version of myself that can be, you know, quick to just hammer out the next TikTok dance move. By the way, I don't do dances on TikTok, <laughs> just so you know. But I I'm not excellent in the A-plus kind of personality way. I have friends that are, 
that's not me necessarily. I do, you know, probably do lean toward the A type personality a little little bit more than some, but sort of the real world Karen is just kind of an A minus kind of person. Not perfect, but striving for excellence. So last week, I found out I was voted as America's best realtor. It's a list that they put out, and it has to do with volume and the type of transactions you do and all this other stuff. Now, I think it's in North America, guys, and I'm sorry if I'm a little, if it's just the U.S., I don't know. Anyway, you can tell them I'm not that into awards and things like that. I think it's North America. So I only skimmed the article because in general, like I said, kudos, awards, stuff like that, they don't mean a great deal to me. My faith, my family, my relationships, my contributions, how I leave my mark, how I leave a legacy on this world, those are the things that matter to me. It's how I determine my A minus excellence, right? But this was a big recognition and I didn't know about it and I didn't even, you know, expect it or like I said, I wasn't even aware of it. So I started to think about what made me, you know, sort of quote unquote America's best. In an industry where everything is defined by money, right? The buyers, the sellers, the income, the awards, everything, which you guys know I'm a big fan of money. Like I think it's very, very important. And I want to help you create generational wealth, multi-generational wealth, and then 10 times that, 100 times that by investing in real estate and then contributing. So I really think money's important. I think it's super duper important, but I think it comes when other things are in place. It made me think a little bit about the three things that I really focus on in starting my real estate business because you all know I have a couple of businesses, right? But I think I've always gone without intentionally saying it or thinking it, but I think I've always gone from good is good enough to excellent because for me, everything I do is about my client. And I think this applies to here at Fly It Forward for me to all of you. I think it applies in my real estate company. I think it applies to Phoebe Fleeby, my kids' book company. But I kept thinking about, you know, what are the things that take me from good is good enough to excellent? And number one is, how do I serve my client? So across the board, whether it's Write It Forward, Phoebe Fleeby, or real estate, how do I serve my client? And that's really how I look at it because I think life is a path of service. And it doesn't mean you have to get on your hands and knees and neglect yourself for any of those other things. It just means, hey, I'm here. God wants me here. He wants me to serve. How do I serve my client? Then how do I keep them as a client? Like, what am I doing that keeps them coming back or keeps them engaged during a transaction or a book or a, you know, an annual training or whatever we're doing, right? And then number three is how do I follow up? How do I keep touching that client so that they always feel good about themselves, so they always feel good about the relationship? So I think if you can focus on these three elements, I think you elevate from good to excellent simply by serving your client well and keeping keeping in touch, right? Sometimes I think it can just be that easy, quite frankly. And I'm not saying any of this is easy. I work hard. I work a lot of hours. And I do it by choice because I like to serve other people in an excellent way. It makes me feel good about myself. There's always this, I, I know I've talked about this many times, but it made such an impression on me. The pastor in our church always talks about, you know, if you receive something from someone, you're blessed, right? 
it's a wonderful thing. I hope y'all feel blessed whenever I am able to give you some good information and you go, wow, I'm, I feel so blessed. That was great information that Karen imparted upon me or that she shared with me or taught me how to flip a house or taught me how to run our business more effectively or build a team or something like that. So you feel blessed, right? Because that's that's a path of service. But here's here's the the funny thing I should say is I'm actually more blessed. And the reason is, is because I was able to give. I was able to contribute. I was able to fly it forward, right? Because that's my mission. And that's the mission of all of us. We want to build something great and then contribute, share, fly it forward. That's really what makes us excellent, in my opinion. And I think while we have to put the back-end work into that, the systems and the standard operating procedures and all those things, once that's all built, it can just be all about how do I serve my client, how do I keep them as a client, and how do I follow up? How do I touch that client to continually enhance our relationship? Now, I think there's a ton of forgiveness in this digital world where we use voice text and we might be texting, you know, because I use voice text all the time in my car because I'm, you know, constantly like, okay, I have a 45 minute drive. I could knock out this and this and this and, you know, still be safe. So I'm obviously not texting, but I use voice text all the time. You know, when six becomes sex, which can seriously change the meaning of the voice text, right? And we don't reread anything. So it's up to the receiver then to interpret and hopefully correctly, never know. And then in the back of their minds, they think, oh, okay, I get it. But wow, they really should have reread that text. So you sent the text, which is good is good enough, right? I communicated or I followed up or whatever. So good is good enough. At least you answered. And I think, you know, there's a lot to be said for that because trust me, there's a lot of people who don't answer. But how do we go from good is good enough from, you know, when it should be six and it's sex, which it's like I said, really changes the meaning of a lot of things. How do we go from good is good enough to excellent? It's pretty easy, right? We just said it in three steps. So in this instance, one quick second before you hit send, jump in before you maybe jump into the next app or answer the phone or whatever you're going to do, why don't you take one second and decide to be excellent? So for me, if I was doing voice texts instead of sending, why don't I just let it sit in the box for a second? And when I stop, I can review it and then send it. So I'm not forgetting about it. It's still there. I created it in real time while my brain was thinking of exactly what it needed to be thinking of, which is, you know, for any of you in your 50s, 60s, 40s, wherever you are, you know, sometimes that's a challenge. And so I still created what I needed to create, but it's just sitting in the outbox. So there's a few things like that that we can stop and say, you know what, I'm going to make a choice to be excellent. I remember this movie one time, and I, I can't remember what it's called. I think it's We Bought a Zoo, right, with Matt Damon and um, is it Scarlett Johansson? I can't remember. Anyway, and they talked about just having 20 seconds of courage. And I often think, yeah, 20 seconds of courage is awesome and amazing, and I want y'all to remember that and write it down, but also just 20 seconds to decide to be excellent. 20 seconds is all it ever takes every single morning. Hey, good morning, God. Thanks for this day. I'm going to be excellent today. 20 seconds, right? It's probably less than 20 seconds. So it's probably five seconds. We just have to decide to step into it. And then what are the actions that we need? Now, keep in mind, I'm not talking about perfection. Oh my goodness. We can't possibly live up to that, right? Who, I mean, I do have friends that are, you know, live to that 
perfection standard. It's not me. I don't want it to be me. I don't want it to be you. It's so hard, right? I'm super comfy being an A minus because it takes me one step beyond good into excellent. And it's always a choice, ladies, because really everything's a choice, right? A choice to be like everyone else versus a choice to stand apart, take 20 more seconds and be excellent. Who do you really want to do business with? Let me give you a quick example. A dry cleaner that does a a mediocre, okay, job, it's clean, right? But every once in a while, maybe your shirt is still a little wrinkled or it just doesn't look as fresh as you want it to, right? But it's been clean, so you're like, ah, whatever. Or do you want to go to the dry cleaner that uses the padded hangers so you don't get those little puffy things on your sweaters? They know your name when you walk in. They, oh, hello, Karen. I'm so happy to see you today. And I'm like, oh, I'm so happy to see you too, Lynn. And, and you walk in the door and they say hello and they've done a good job. So you don't get the little, what are those called? The little bumpy shoulders that you guys, is there a name? Somebody let me know. And they even tighten the buttons on your clothes just as part of their service. So which one do you want to go to? The one that goes, yeah, it's in the bag. It's, you know, looks okay. Maybe a little more wrinkled than you want it to or not quite as fresh. Or the one that uses the padded hangers so you don't get the little shoulder bumps they know your name when you walk in the door and they tighten the buttons on your clothing, clothing just as part of their service. Good versus excellent. I know that when I show up, I want to look excellent. So I'm happy to even pay more for the dry cleaner who has that extra service. And a lot of times, guess what? It doesn't even cost more, but I'm okay with it being a few bucks more, aren't you? Wouldn't you rather know that the job was done in an excellent way? What Ever the job is. It doesn't matter. Dry cleaning, mowing the lawn, running your Facebook ads, building an empire. Don't you want it to be excellent? And then if you were doing an excellent job, wouldn't you feel better about charging a little more? Which is a whole other podcast topic, right? We can always talk about charging more and what does it take? Because, you know, there's no prize for coming in as the second highest or the second lowest right? So that's, that's a whole other topic, um, which we will talk about in the future. But wouldn't you like to know that you're excellent, that other people are referring you because they're confident in your excellence and you're even able to charge a little more because of it. Now, that might mean because you're not the cheapest, that you're not right for some people. And guess what? Awesome. I'm not right for some people because I'm not the cheapest person out there. I just want to deliver excellence because I know you will get better results. And while it may cost a little more to work with me as a coach for an entire year than it might cost to work with somebody else, guess what? I know you will get excellent results and you do too. And that's why you're willing to pay for it. So maybe this little soapbox of mine sounds kind of funny to you guys, but I I was really thinking about it. We even had a meeting the other day in the office, and one of the ladies was talking about how she has a hard time getting people to sign in to an open house. And I said, well, it's because nobody wants to sign in to an open house, right? They want to come in, they want to see the house, but they don't want to give you their information because they don't like real estate agents. And so they don't want you to hound them later. And she's like, well, I'm so nice to them. And I, you know, I just tell them I'm going to give them some marketing information. I go, yeah, but that's not serving them. That's just good as good enough. It's no longer excellent. You have to have a beautiful gift basket there and ask them just to thank you for coming. Can you please register to win? 
instead of signing in. It takes you from good is good enough, right? Just being at the open house to excellent in order to really serve the customer well. But there's that law of reciprocity. They're so happy to be there. They're happy to register for that beautiful gift gift basket just for showing up for an open house. Then they may even consider you as their realtor because they look at you as doing an excellent job. So it really makes a huge, I mean, all these little things, little bitty things make a huge difference. Little hinges swing big doors. Write that one down because that's such a great thing to remember. Little bitty hinges swing big doors. Now, what can you do? You go, wow, Karen, I don't know, my budget's a little tight or, you know, anything like that. That's that's fine. I get it. I've been there. Man, then I remember the day Pete looked at me and said, we have 200 and I said, 200 what? And he said, $200 left, period. You know, we didn't have any money to pay mortgage or utilities. or So I've been there. I understand. But I really think that, you know, there's lots of things you can do to make a beautiful gift basket. Number one, you can do it in a cute little crafty paper bag with a ribbon wrapped around it. You can fill it with pine cones and maybe add a little candle and a pack of matches and, you know, a little tiny clip off of an evergreen tree. You can do all kinds of things for a very tiny budget. Get a little creative. And if you can't think of anything at all, which I just gave you a great idea that would cost you maybe a dollar, if you can't think of anything at all, then check out Pinterest, look on social media. It's not hard to find great ideas. Or ask me, I love coming up with that stuff. (laughs) Anyway, like I said, you know, a little bit of a soapbox, but I want to serve you in an excellent way. And I want you all to serve one another in an excellent way. And I want you to serve your customers in an excellent way. It doesn't mean you won't occasionally see a spelling error from me, right? Somewhere on my website or one of my emails, because remember, I'm an A minus, not an A plus, or that I won't occasionally have a bad hair day or flub a video or something like that. But each morning as I step into my day, I'm going to remind myself, I'm going to make the choice that I want to show up and be excellent for you and for me, because I feel better about myself when I step into the day in an excellent way. And I think, ladies, you deserve it. Don't you think? Don't you think you deserve to be excellent to yourself, excellent to one another? Because we're building a massive global network here. Let's be good to each other. And don't you think you deserve to be excellent to everyone that crosses your path each day, your friends, your family, your church, your customers, everybody. And again, doesn't have to be A plus, can simply be A minus and you can feel great about it. So how about we all come together and we all decide to be excellent. Like I said, don't go crazy. Don't have to have B and A plus. Woo, that's exhausting. <laughs> I mean, you can if you want to be, right? And um, there's no judgment here at all. I'm just saying it's okay to let go of that. But how much harder would it be today to just take one more step, spend one more second, take those 20 seconds to decide, thank you, God. Thank you for this day. Today, I'm going to be excellent. I'm going to serve myself well. I'm going to serve you well. I'm going to serve all my customers well. I'm going to serve my friends and family well in an A minus excellent sort of way. I work from a treadmill desk. So I know sometimes you guys will see me on videos where I'm walking because, you know, I mean, we're women, right? We got to multitask. And I also think better when I move. I don't know if you're like that, but I, I keep more energy flowing in my brain if I'm moving and it's, it's slow. Treadmill desks are slow. They're, you know, two miles an hour or something like that. But I work from a treadmill desk and one of my rules is to walk at least two miles a day while I'm working. 
I have rules that I set up for myself. It helps me to kind of, you know, just stay on my path, stay on my journey, right? So I have this rule that I walk at least two miles a day while I'm working. And most of the time I'm on the phone or I'm writing a contract or I'm creating a podcast or something like that. So it's, it's work I can do while I'm walking slowly. It's just one of my little life rules for me. It's not for anybody else. It makes my back feel better than sitting all day. So if you have a backache, I'm going to recommend get up and stand, get a stand-up desk or get a treadmill desk or anything like that. It makes a huge difference. It makes my back feel better. And I'm trying to convince myself it'll keep my backside, y'all know what I'm saying here, my backside looking nicer, longer, right? <laughs> but some days when I'm tired or have a lot of writing to do, it'd be easier. It'd be easier, right, for me to not walk. It'd be easier or maybe just walk part way, like, oh, I got a mile and a half and isn't that enough, right? Or just quit a little early. I'm at 1.9. Who cares? I'm going to act like I made it there. But I have to ask myself, am I being excellent to me? Am I being excellent for myself? So then I just say, you know what? I'm not because I said two miles. And in my mind, it tells me, no, I got to get just a little bit further. I saw I'm not a huge sports fan, I'll be very honest with you guys, but I was at a business conference one time and Cal Ripken, which I'm sure many of you know his name, and a big famous baseball player. And he he was talking about being, you know, one of the older guys on the team, but still like, you know, world-renowned, excellent ball player and just like a big, big deal. And he said, what I always knew every day that I got there was no matter what, if the guy next to me who was 20 years younger than me and we were all doing push-ups, I had to do one more than him. I had to do one more than everybody else. I had to run a second faster than anybody else. I had to show up at practice just a minute or two before everybody else or an hour or two, whatever it took to really be excellent. Now, if you remember that, like I said, I'm not a big sports fan. I, I don't use sports analogies, but that made an impression on me. And I thought, man, he went from everybody else around him being good is good enough because they were already on the pro team to an excellent mindset. And I really love that. And that's, that's what I try to do just on my treadmill. So like in all my little actions every day, I just have to push a few more steps. I just have to make a quick choice to say, no, I said two miles. So that's good, right? But then I go, you know what? But if I got to 2.02, or 2.1, or 2.04, anything beyond is excellent. So guess what? Some days I get to 2.01, and I still think it's excellent. And other days, man, if that's a busy day and I'm cranking, I might get five, six, seven miles and I don't even know it. But if I can exceed expectations, even by that tiny margin, I'm putting that accomplishment in the excellent column. I did excellent today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for allowing me to do excellent today. So today and for the rest of the day, ask yourself, is good good enough? Or should I sit up straight, put a smile on my face, serve my clients well, keep in touch with them, and decide to be excellent? Promise you will love the feeling of excellence in an A- minus way. Let's all decide to do it today. Tell me about what you did today. Tell me about the mindset shift you had. Tell me about the change you made today to go from good is good enough to excellent. This is what's going to make an excellent world.
So ladies, are you ready? Come on, let's fly. This is Karen S. Schaefer. Thanks for joining me on this episode of the Fly It Forward podcast. Please subscribe and share this podcast and leave us an awesome review. And fly it forward today with a random act of kindness. You'll be glad you did.